0: Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Schlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless Persisted. Wow, the beginning of this intro for me sounded so much like Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, like how he's always like hello hello hello, welcome to Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. There you go. That was my uh really good impression of him. You're welcome. Um hi. Hello. Welcome back to another week. Um so I'm kind of going out of the ordinary, out of my routine here with recording this podcast. It's currently nighttime. <laughs> oh, Ashley Jade. Um I don't usually record podcasts at night. It's like 9:30 right now on a Wednesday night. Woohoo, going hard here in Fredericksburg. Um yeah, I'm just more of a morning podcaster, uh, so this is kind of really out of the ordinary for me, and we'll see how I like it. I don't know. I've got a blue moon in me already, so <laughs> it's going to get crazy here, folks. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I hope your week has been going well. Mine has been going very well. It's been very busy. Back into shows. Had a little matinee today, um, which went fine Wednesday matinees are just always weird Uh, I don't know if it's just like getting back into the show or what but um after two days off naturally but uh yeah I always just feel so bleh um at them and today my shoulder has been giving me so many issues friends Ugh, I do not like it um I think it's because, I don't know, these pillows at this hotel sucks. Once again, love this hotel. Very thankful for staying in this hotel. But the pillows suck and my shoulders are struggling. Oh, and by the way, I'm totally recording this podcast episode in my bed right now because i can't be bothered to move over to the couch five feet next to me um so we're it's a very casual episode i'm in a really comfy sweatshirt that's tie-dye and orange look at my instagram if you want to see what i'm wearing wink wink nudge nudge (laughs) i didn't mean for that to be sexual but it kind of sounded like it and sweatpants Yeah, some really sexy um, clothing choices for you right there. Um, Visualize that. Anyway, I... hmm, (laughs) Maybe podcasting at night is not a great (laughs) thing for me, but we will figure it out together (laughs) this week. Okay, I need to stop rambling. Let's jump into the gratitude list, right? I think we should. Let's do it. Okay, number one. Ugh, Hershey Park. Listen, you know I've been on this amusement park grind if you listen to my last episode where I went to Bush Gardens with a couple of friends in the cast. We went to Hershey Park on our off day and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Now, here's the thing. On the West Coast, we really don't have that many amusement parks. Like, at all. I'm like, really trying hard to think of one. We have Oaks Park in... Is it in Portland or is it in Washington? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it's like kind of a shitty amusement park. And that was like the only amusement park that like, you know, you would take class trips to. Um, and then Oregon also had the Enchanted Forest. I don't know if anyone knows what this is, but it's like kind of a creepy... Um, I don't even know if I would call it an amusement park, but it's very like old timey. um, What are those called? Brothers Grimm stories, just like fairy tale stories, I guess. And there were like, there was like a log ride, but I wouldn't call it like an amusement park. It was more like, hmm, I am having a very hard time describing the enchanted forest. Okay, I've turned to the internet to help me describe what the Enchanted Forest is because it's just hard to explain. Okay, so it's basically this amusement park, even though, like, I wouldn't call it an amusement park, whatever. That's what it's saying on Wikipedia. Um, It was built in, like, the 60s, and it's basically, like, a fairy tale park based in Oregon. Um, And it's basically, like, a fairy tale land where... Yes, there are like three rides, like a log ride, like I said before, and like a a mountain sled ride, kind of like um what if, whatever that ride is called in Disney. I'm not a Disney adult, so I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> is it Expedi- Exped- Hey, Blue Moon Expedition Everest the one with like the the abominable snowman. You know which one I'm talking about? Anyway, kind of like that. But there are like more like um walk through uh experiences, I guess is how I would describe the enchanted forest. Like there's an Alice in Wonderland portion of the park that you can like walk through and like what's the one fairy tale about the old woman in the shoe? Oh, maybe the old woman in the shoe. <laughs> that one but they like built like a big shoe that you can like walk through. Anyway, I'm spending way too much time on the Enchanted Forest. It was on an episode of Ghost Hunters because of how creepy it is. Go look it up. Um it's pretty much haunted. I went a decent amount when I was little with my grandma who lives in Oregon. Anyway, um we don't have really <laughs> full circle. We don't have amusement parks in Washington, really, or Oregon. Um, But like Virginia, the amusement parks are popping. Like this area is all about it. Okay. um, Yes, Hershey Park is in Pennsylvania. I realize that. But that's like a three hour drive away. Anyway, we went there. It was awesome. I like really didn't know that Hershey Park was an actual thing. Um, Also come to find out, it's interesting that a lot of the rides at Hershey Park aren't candy-themed? What? Like, why are they not all candy-themed? Some are, and I know maybe now they're trying to make those changes, but, like, a lot of them aren't. Like, one of the new attractions is called Wildcat's Revenge. That has nothing to do with a Hershey bar or Kit Kat. It has everything to do with High School Musical, I don't know why my brain just went there, but um, anyway, the ride was really cool, but it had nothing to do with candy, although there was this one really cool ride that's like a Jolly Rancher ride, and like when you would go through a tunnel, then it would like spurt out, spurt, ugh, don't like that word, it would like mist, better word, um, like a Jolly Rancher scent, that roller coaster did suck because it it hurt my neck a lot, but the smell was cool, and it was candy themed love that yeah big roller coaster fan pretty much one on every ride it was just a great great grand old time and I got this really cute sweatshirt that I'm currently wearing and it's the the orange tie-dye one that I was just talking about the sexy one um and it has uh Reese's on the front of it and it's really cute and I love it a lot um uh, yeah I posted a picture on my Instagram story you might have seen it, my personal one. Not, nevertheless, she persisted on Instagram, which you should also follow me at. But maybe also follow me at my own Instagram page. Is nope, Ashley. It's just Ashley Wildbauer. It used to be A's for Ashley, which is what I almost said. Oh my goodness, I've been rambling forever and ever. Amen. Um, Hershey Park, ten out of ten. Would recommend. Okay, number two, getting to know people with silly questions. Now, my friends, Caitlin and Danny, who um, are uh, the cutest couple ever, Caitlin's in Joseph currently, and Danny is her fiance. And um, they both were on this amusement park trip with us, but I don't know Danny very well. And um, it's so much fun to get to know someone number one in the card card, woof, in the car. <laughs> I promise I'm sober. <laughs> okay. It's so much fun to get to know someone in the car through silly questions. Um, and there were so many good ones asked. The one that was really hard to answer was um, about if you could like buy anything in the world right now, no matter the price or like how ridiculous it would be, like what would you buy? And his answer, Danny's answer, was um, like a really nice watch because he likes watches. But I struggled so hard to figure out what I would spend my money on, like an item. And the first thought that came to me was like kitchenware because I love to cook and bake and like a really good mixer would be really fun to have. But I feel like that's kind of boring. So then I was like, well, maybe think of something that's a little less like useful because my Virgo brain's like, well, why buy something if you can't use it all of the time, <laughs> I guess? So then I was thinking, well, I, I do really like sneakers. And like I would love to be a sneakerhead um, in a different world if I had the money. But then I also was like, mm, the reason I'm not a sneakerhead is because I live in New York. And I walk everywhere and they would get dirty. Anyway, that was a hard question for me to answer. And I'm still mulling over the perfect answer for that. But... um yeah, I just love getting to know people with silly questions. And um, Caitlin's go-to question, or I don't know if it's her go-to. I'm not putting words in her mouth. But one that she asked us during um, Bush Gardens was, what superpower would you have if you could pick one? And that was really hard too. Um, I'm trying to remember what I picked. I feel like I said, I feel like, well, I feel like this answer changes every day depending on what I'm feeling. Um, but But I feel like... During that day, I said that I'd want to like move objects with my mind or move things with my mind. I had a friend in college, Miss Maddie Mateer. This is like such a throwback and I don't even know if she listens to this podcast at all. If you do, hey, hi, (laughs) Um, long time no see, Um, but she always had a really interesting answer to that question, which was her superpower would be to like make things full with her touch like a stomach which I enjoy eating, so that wouldn't be very fun for me. But, like, if you touch your bank account, like, then it's full of money. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, so full circle, I love getting to know people with silly questions. Or just questions in general. I just like asking questions. But, yeah, it was just really fun to get to know this group of people um, more and more through our amusement park journey. Woo, there's my second point. (laughs) Okay, number three, um because i'm on my reality tv kick. I mean, i always am on a reality tv kick. But um The Housewives Let's Chat. Um specifically the New Jersey Housewives is what i'm watching right now. Their reunions are happening and it is just so fun to watch. They ugh, these housewives this year are so argumentative and like in such a middle school fashion or elementary fashion, it cracks me up. They're like just yelling over each other all of the time. It is truly wild. But I wrote down this quote from Melissa Gorga, who's a New Jersey housewife. Um, And her and her um, sister-in-law, Teresa, they were fighting over the term namaste, which is a funny thing to fight about, but they, reality TV, you know what I mean? And I just wrote down this quote because I found it so funny because, like, I'll give you a little backstory. Teresa, her sister-in-law, talks a lot about, like, yoga and always being namaste, which is not the right way to say that word, but that's how Teresa says it. Um, and just, she's really into meditation after going to jail. (laughs) LOL. Um, but, Melissa Goria said this today on The Reunion. If I could find the namaste, I'd shove it right up my ass. And I love that. (laughs) That quote is so, so good. If I could find the peace, if I could find the namaste, I'd shove it right up my ass. I (laughs) love that. (laughs) You might not find that as funny as I do, um, but I think it's hilarious, and I need that on a t-shirt. woohoo! Anyway, love Bravo, love the housewives. Um, if you are following me on my Vanderpump journey, or if you just like Vanderpump or like Bravo, the third part of the reunion comes out tonight. I can only watch it tomorrow morning because I am not at my home, um, but I'm so incredibly excited to watch it the finale, our Super Bowl, can't wait. If you watch Vanderpump Rules, please, please text me or DM me. Love it so much. Love reality TV. I don't care about the haters. Take that. (laughs) Okay, number four, starting a new book series. Okay, are you shocked that I'm talking about books on this episode? I'm not. Um, I started a new series um, and it's one that I've wanted to start for a really long time. It is grabbing my book right now showing it on instagram go follow my instagram for this exclusive hey instagram um throne of glass sarah j moss some people say sarah j mass i don't know the proper way to say her name i probably should look that up um i apologize sarah j moss slash sarah j mass throne of glass anyway it's her first book series so i've talked about both of her other series on this podcast before I'm pretty sure a court of thorns and roses that was her first series that I read um incredible 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 please go read it if you haven't um <laughs> I just sent the first book to matt on the ship very excited for him to read it. it it's all about Faye and smut and I love it and it's a good time it's fantasy fantasy r- romance um and which is basically all of her book series but I digress Court of thorns and Roses is multiple roses. Um, that was the first series I read. And then I read Crescent City, which is um, so freaking good. The third book comes out next year. I'm itching for it because it ended on such a good cliffhanger. And yes, now the third, Throne of Glass, it's all about an assassin, a female assassin. And um, I'm so incredibly here for it. Um, it's a, I think it has seven books in the series. And I just am excited to read a full series where all of the books are out because a lot of the series that i have been reading they're like there's a book coming out in the future so i have to wait i don't have to wait on this series which i'm pumped about and it's so good i'm about halfway through um with the first book right now and it's a really easy read big 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 fan and then i'll have read all of her series by the time i'm done with this that's exciting oh i just love books you guys so, so much fun. I love to read. I'll say it. Okay. Last gratitude point. Are you ready? Um, (laughs) I have getting a surprise piece of mail. Now today I got a little letter from the one, the only Miss Hannah Spaulding, my bestie. I love her so much. And it was (laughs) a, um, coloring page of nick cage because nick cage is her favorite obviously i mean who doesn't love nick cage but it was a coloring book page and it was so incredibly colorful and it was truly nick cage and the um amazing technicolor no what did i say on my instagram i've just fucked up this joke Mm. (laughs) this is fun the amazing technicolor nick cage is what i put on my instagram there we go didn't land the joke but you <laughs> you understand um and it's incredible and uh yeah it's it's now going to be one of my favorite prized possessions in prized pieces of art so thank you so much Hannah spaulding love you so much um yeah and I just love getting mail um I've been thinking <laughs> bear with me here if anyone wants to be my pen pal I would love that. If you want to be my pen pal, if you want to write letters back and forth, um, let me know. I just got a bunch of stamps from the post office. So if you want to write some letters back and forth, let me know Uh, because that would be fun. And I do love writing. I mean, obviously, you know, I love a good journal moment. So yeah reach out to me. If you want to be my pen pal, that would be really fun. Anyway, that's my gratitude list of the week. Short and sweet for you, except I have definitely rambled on and on and on and on, but it's my podcast. So, hee <laughs> hee. righty, friends, let's get into the thoughts and feelings of the week and boy, have I had many a thought and many a feeling. Um, okay. So, to be straight up with you, um, this week I had what I like to call my mid-year meltdown, um, where I basically question everything I've ever done and everything I'm currently doing and everything I might do in the future. Um, yeah, it's just a fun little spiral for you. Um, I mean, we're in June, it's, it's the middle of the year. It was bound to happen at some point. So how did this start? Um, I had therapy this week. We love therapy. Um, big advocate. Um, please do not let what I'm about to say deter you from going to therapy because I just had a therapy session that just kind of like didn't go as well as I would have liked. Um, It just was like really hard for me to kind of grasp the concepts that we were talking about. It just felt therapy just felt hard this week, which is fine. Therapy should feel hard because you're sorting through some pretty complex emotions, people. Anyway, I finished therapy in just a really negative headspace, which kind of turned into a little bit of a spiral. Now, I feel like spiral, that's a very vague in general term. I'm turning to the internet once again because you know I love a good definition. So um, Google defines a downward spiral as a situation where a series of negative thoughts, emotions, and actions continuously feed back into themselves causing the situation to become progressively worse. Yeah, I feel like that definition is pretty accurate to be honest. Um, yeah, I was just having many a negative thought that were just kind of dominoing one after the other or feeding into the other now here's the interesting thing um after having said meltdown or said spiral I realized that I had like three different types of spirals in one which you know I mean it's my mid-year meltdown it must be big it's gotta be big (laughs) So it started in just like a negative headspace spiral where I was like, everything sucks. I don't like where I'm at right now, career-wise, self-image-wise, self-confidence-wise. I don't love that. I just like didn't like where I'm at very much Debbie Downer vibes. Um, And then it kind of transformed itself into a little bit of a negative self-talk spiral, which, you know, is always my favorite where I was just being like, wow, (laughs) what does my therapist think of me? Um, Does she think this and this and that of the other? And then that would kind of turn to what do other people think about me? Well, what do I think about myself? And then I think in order to kind of like turn things around, my brain was like, no, Ashley, you're awesome. You're fucking the best. You're the coolest chick around. Um, And then it kind of turned into like a victim mentality spiral where it was like, why aren't things happening to me? I'm putting the time and effort. I'm working so hard. Things are just not ever easy for me. And here's the thing. I hate the victim mentality so, so much. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves, like the whole "woe was me" Um, mentality, really, really grinds my gears. So while I was thinking these things uh, in the in the victim mentality spiral section, then you also like also had some negative self talk spiral thrown in there because I was like, Ashley, you don't do this. You do not talk this way. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a really fun time. (laughs) Yeah, it just was like a really interesting dichotomy where I was so fully in this victim mentality mindset and was fully feeling that, but was also incredibly aware that I was, which was making me dislike myself and the thoughts that I was having. Yeah, so this was a fun little spiral where I basically questioned my career if I was in the right spot if I'm on the right path do I even like the industry that I'm in how are my relationships going in life how how do I feel like people are perceiving me and yeah it just all of the very very existential questions basically were passing through my little brain no my big brain (laughs) there So when I get into these spirals or these meltdowns or these moods, whatever you want to call it, um, my initial instinct is to naturally go to gratitude, right? I mean, duh, this is what my entire podcast is about. When I'm feeling like a Debbie Downer or just in a really shitty mood, then I usually journal it out and focus on the good things in my life. Well, uh, this time that is not what I did. Um, now maybe it's because I was just really tired and really over it, but I just kind of sat in the negativity. So I honestly was sitting there kind of crying, kind of, I was crying a lot and journaling about how the world wasn't fair and how I worked so incredibly hard and I just want something to turn out right for me. And I feel like it never does. Um, and I leaned into the negativity, no matter how ugly it got, like, I just even, it makes me sick to my stomach that I'm even saying these things out loud and putting it out into the ether, but I sat into the negativity for a bit, and I let myself wallow for a second and let myself lean into the victim mentality, which I love, So I just kind of journaled out how I was feeling and put all my ugly thoughts out on paper Um, and my therapy sessions are usually early in the morning. So I honestly just kind of got back into bed and scrolled on TikTok and Instagram and just let my mind do its thing. Then after a decent chunk of time, I got up, got myself dressed and ready for the day because I still had shit to do. (laughs) Um... So then, as I was getting ready and curling my hair, funny enough, I got a callback email from a theater that I would love to work for, um, which just reminded me that the universe, or whatever you want to call it, has my back. Um, and it was definitely a synchronicity moment for me, where I was like, "Ah, oh, thank you, universe. You just really, um, threw a bone. Is that? thrown a bone through is that a term is that a saying throw me a bone yeah it threw me a bone they I was right anyway it was a really good check-in moment for me and just a I mean I, I you can call it whatever you want but I definitely call it a sign or a synchronicity from the universe or from God or whatever again whatever you want to call it um, that like I am fully on the right path Um, I just need to keep doing what I'm doing, be persistent, be patient, and keep listening. Anyway, at the end of the day, there are a couple of things that I've learned from this um, little moment, this little meltdown, um, this decent-sized meltdown. Um, Number one is that it's okay to give yourself space and the time to wallow. Like, everything can't be amazing all of the time. (laughs) And to be honest, I don't really think it's always the healthiest to, like, automatically push um, the mid-year meltdown aside and just, like, focus on the gratitude. Um, I think it works for me in a lot of situations, but sometimes I feel like if you focus on the gratitude super quickly or super fast um, in, like, every situation, then you're just kind of, like, putting off for like pushing down these like existential questions and big questions that you have or like these big check-ins um, <laughs> like it honestly reminds me a lot of Ted Lasso which I've talked about um, before on this podcast but the main character Ted Lasso is like always this cheery bright positive human and like you find out through the seasons that like obviously what he's been doing is kind of like what I just described where he focuses on the positivity so much that he pushes like all of his negative feelings down deep where, you know, at the end of the day, they're just going to like bubble over um in in due time. So sometimes it's okay to be a negative Nancy. Like just listen to your body and your brain. And what I needed today was to be negative and to wallow. Um, and I didn't want to push it aside and focus on the gratitude because those feelings would have still been down there under the surface and probably would have reared their ugly head maybe next week so i'm a fan of feeling all of the feels good and bad even if it's a crazy roller coaster that you just want to get off of it's good to feel all of them and my second point honestly goes hand in hand with the first being that i think like meltdowns like these or moods or whatever you want to call it are necessary because i just think at the end of the day they're a really good check-in to have Like once again, things can't be perfect and cheery and happy all of the time. That's just like not how we are as humans. That's not not our nature. And I found it really helpful to journal out all of the ugly or messy thoughts that I have been having during these meltdown moments um, because I'm able to take a step back and look at them after I've had my meltdown and been like, wow, these thoughts are so not true at all like one of the thoughts that I've been writing down is like why I'm not farther in my career Um, and when I write that down and I read it back I'm like whoa 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 I'm perfectly fine where I'm at I'm tackling one of the hardest (laughs) um, roles in musical theater canon in my opinion and at 25 and I think that's pretty incredible and that's just an example of one of the many thoughts that I've had, but I can easily debunk all of the the thoughts and feelings that I had written down. So it just helps me sort through all of the messy thoughts and feelings. So yes, I think these meltdowns are necessary because one, I can face each thought or feeling that I'm having head on, which is really helpful for me. Um, but I also just think it's good to check in with yourself. <laughs> every so often to be like, do I really like what I'm doing? Am am I enjoying performing still? Um, Can I still put up with all of the industry's bullshit? Um, (laughs) And I think that's a very valid question to ask. And I think a lot of people stray away from those questions because the, the answer can sometimes be scary. Also, as a side note, thank you, Universe, for sending me that little, hey, you're on the right path sign. I didn't ask for it at the time, but I sure as hell needed it. So there's the story of my mid-year meltdown that I had this week. Woohoo! Oh, uh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I hope that you were able to gather something from this fun little conversation that we're having. Um, I encourage you to Not be afraid to check in with yourself and ask the hard questions and face the ugly parts of yourself um, or the ones that you don't like. I don't know if I would call them ugly, but the ones that are not fun to chat about, basically. (laughs) Don't be afraid to feel all of the feels this week. Listen to your brain and body and sometimes you just got to sit in the negativity and wallow a bit and that's just how it is, baby. Alrighty, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, Send me a DM or a text. Update me on what's going on in your life and what you're grateful for. And yeah, okay. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. I love you all. Bye.